All right, welcome back to these bonus financial planning episodes. If you haven't heard any of these yet, please pause this one and head to the show notes where I've linked the previous two sessions that my husband Grant and I have had with Dr. J regarding our financial planning. I'll also include links to watch the video footage, which Dr. J has embedded on his website. So you can watch the video footage of our sessions there, or you can listen to our sessions here in the podcast format. And so as far as this episode goes, in this session that you're about to hear Dr. J, Grant, and I regroup, this is from the end of January after the holidays. So we're checking in on how our first month of having a budget went for us, and then we get into our bigger picture goals and refining our budget with Dr. J. And as you'll hear in this episode, Dr. J assigns me the homework of setting up my business goals for 2023. And so a first step that he gives me is to find out how I've impacted people with my work so far. And for my homework, I am asking for your help. So I pose this question to you, my listener. Can you take a moment and reflect on how my work has impacted you? Whether it's this podcast, my Instagram content, or the Wink Club community, if you're a member there, or all of the things. I'd love to know how has my work impacted you and can you share that with me? I would be really, really, really grateful to know to help me clarify my goals of how I want to continue impacting people in 2023. So in order to do that, I need to know how I'm impacting people currently. And so you can let me know either if you're a Spotify listener, I have included this question with the podcast episode in Spotify. You should be able to answer there. If you're not, then feel free to email me, um, Anna at AnnaOlson.com. I will also put that in the show notes. I'd be really grateful for this feedback and thank you so much in advance. And without further ado, I give you our third financial planning session with Dr. J. Last time I saw you was before the holidays. So how are the holidays? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Pretty relaxing. And yeah, we didn't have to go far. And the hard part is before we met, I put you on a budget before like the holidays. And that's never a good time to do that. (laughs) (laughs) We found that out. (laughs) Did you look at it at all or did we just blow it off completely? Uh, No, we did look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. And our gift giving total was definitely more than we expected. Well, at least you tracked it, so we know. But exactly, yeah. Otherwise, we maybe weren't too bad. Food, we spent a little more on getting ready for holiday meals. I feel like it was definitely a process of having the budget in our mind, but then continuing our normal habits, but comparing them. So it's like a micro step, maybe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. First month budgeting never goes well. It's just kind of like, it's just like, you're always guaranteed that something's going to mess up. And on the holidays, I mean, come on, like, there's no way to get there. Um, yeah. We'll revisit that a little later. I want to look at February. So February is one of the fun ones because it's a short month. Does that change your page stubs, Grant? Um, I don't know, to be honest. That's a good question. You get paid every other week? Um, The 15th and 30th. And I feel okay, like then- regardless, they've been the same. Okay, then it won't change it much. Yeah. Uh, So we get the short months, sometimes change it. And then every once in a while, there's like three paychecks in a month if you get paid every other week. Got it. And Anna, as you're taking money on your own, a small business, your month 
will bounce all over the place. So you got to kind of plan for each month. But we'll come back to that in a minute. Let's set an agenda for today. What do you guys want to make sure we talk about? I have some things on my list, but I want to make sure I have your stuff first. It's a good question. We talked about it a little bit beforehand, and we did talk about maybe budgeting stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we did spend some time going through the financial foundations videos, and it was really helpful and timely to listen to like some of the budgeting tricks and how to budget and yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. If that would be something we could visit yep. about today, that would be great. Budget, budget, budget. Got it. Um, <laughs> the other one I want to make sure we circle back to is goals because that's the bigger picture stuff we were working on. Mm. And also because we are on a new year, I want to make sure like the financial goals, other things we want to make sure we focus in on. So one of the things you, you probably saw in the video is having that goal allows you to like debate. You know, do I want to build this house or do I want to go to eat? Like, yeah. it just helps something. And I really don't care what it is, but that comparison between the two. And then the other one I had on my list. Um, so I saw you started putting stuff in right capital. So I have a couple questions from there. And then anything else that was on your list, you, you two were pre-gaming, you know, setting a, a list for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it was mostly updates otherwise. Oh, yeah. That we talked through. That's right. All right, let's go with updates first, and then we'll go through the the more in-depth stuff. So we did sell the car that we wanted to sell. Yeah. Okay. How'd it feel? uh, It felt really good, and we wouldn't have done it had it not been our homework. (laughs) So that was really nice because we, I mean, we, I knew we wouldn't miss it, but like Anna was out of town all weekend, so I didn't have a car, and I didn't think it would be a big deal and it wasn't a big deal at all. We're in walking distance from most things that we need. So yeah. That's... Yeah. I've been having this car discussion with a lot of couples and even me and my wife had the debate, you know, so we got two cars. I work from home. I probably could have one, mm-hmm. but we're in the middle of nowhere. So that makes it a little harder, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Good. And by the way, you, you shut off the insurance and all that. I did today. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we yep. sold it um last week yeah you knew the meeting was coming up so you had to like get it done before you meet with me is that gonna that was exactly how it went um and we did the same with uh our conversation with the bank about our mortgage insurance and so we're getting a an appraisal on the calendar so yeah that feels good too and will like immediately save us 40 bucks a month which is not that much but it's like when you combine the car payments and the PMI, it's like a hundred dollars a month that we're not spending on stuff we don't need. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are they charging you for the appraisal? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's no problem. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and they may come back and be like, "Okay, it's off by a thousand dollars or something," and like you may have to make like one or two more payments, and then they'll take the yeah. PMI. Yeah. You know, like there's like a there's some games there. Yeah. We know what we need the house to be appraised at to, I don't know, meet the threshold of whatever we owe on it currently to be able to remove PMI. So I'm going to try to do a couple last minute things real quick and get somebody over here. Depending on the appraisal, they may not even come in. Yeah, Um, we did talk about that too, which would be nice. The outside's a lot nicer than it used to be too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they literally call them drive-by appraisals. Yeah. They drive by, take a photo and then keep going. And then there's other appraisals where they like, they come in and measure down to the inch. Like, sure. interesting. And, yeah. 
and there's no lot you know rock logic behind it so not much i can help with there um by the way i am going to point out that is why i try to meet with people monthly because if we had met yeah. on a regular schedule it would have pushed yeah. the accountability. i would have done it last month <laughs> yeah it, it sounds silly but like mm-hmm. going to the principal's office and you know having a little accountability yeah, um, I was just talking about that somebody earlier today. Like, we all need just someone to look over our shoulders and go, "Are you doing it?" Oh, yeah, I am. Like, it's... yeah, right. Yeah, because I mean, we could have done both these things a year ago almost and had the same effect, and we just like we weren't that conscious of it. I think, but yeah, just talking regularly and having it at the front of our minds is so nice to, yeah, always be thinking about. Not always, but set aside time to think about finances in a more constructive way, less reactionary. My goal long-term is for you two to have like a really short, but just every week, a budget meeting. Mm-hmm. Just kind of how's it going? Where's it going? What are we doing finances? And like, I've gotten people like make a date night or drink night or whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be too formal. Um, some people like using apps, like uh, you need a budget or other things, whatever works for you. I don't, it doesn't matter. But the whole point is every week we're doing a little something and you're in a much better place in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. One more on the car. Um, I'm no, I don't know what your state requires, but like whatever it is to like turn in the license plate or whatever for, you know, property taxes or anything like that. Is there any? Mm. I don't know. It didn't come up. <laughs> so I'm not sure. All right. I'm good. That that becomes homework. Yeah. Because um, we so, owe that in May when we would have to renew the. Yeah, or they may even give you credit for a couple months. Mm. All right. Mm. It depends. And it's completely like random by state. Like some states, you go into the system, you say, I sold the car and I destroyed the plates. Or some other places are like, you need to come in, drop off the plates, get a receipt, you know, something on that. The other one, I don't think it fits, but just keep in mind, like, if you had like Sirius or anything like that, any subscriptions for the car, you got to cancel. Got it. Mm. Too old okay. for that. <laughs> I, I, that's what I assumed, but I had to finish my checklist to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably actually too cheap for that. It probably did exist when I bought the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like those check boxes and making sure. Yeah. Good. So that'll give us some room in the budget. That's good. Any other updates? I went into the spreadsheet. You started the budget mm-hmm. spreadsheet and I just made a change to health insurance because I did call my person who is in charge of that stuff and talk to her about grants new income and so she said that it puts us out of any tax break so i just reflected that there hold on one second did you but that might make it more worthwhile to go on to grants insurance yeah Yeah, which what is it march you said is when we can yeah Originally, I thought it was February, and it's February when they'll start sending the stuff out, but it's not till March that the period happens. So okay. you still have a little more time. And it is a so, weird time of year. but Yeah, that is weird. But um, that'll probably be much of our next meeting. So what I want you to do is okay. send me the packet for open enrollment, and we will go line by line. Hey, what makes sense? What doesn't? Um, the insurance is a great example. Now, when you have no subsidies, I'm willing to bet it's going to be cheaper or better to be on his. Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of how that happens. Okay. And then on that line of thought, you found out that you are not offered disability insurance through your work. So right. we made a separate appointment with who we do our car and home insurance through for Friday this week. Yeah. Okay. 
I will send you a link also for somebody I use. Okay. Disability is one of those, like, you want to get like a couple quotes, like, and, and they're all over yeah. the place. Like I got some that are real cheap. Grant, do you have any, like, is there like an organization for your job or like a certification group or anything like that? So like, for example, I, because I'm a CFP, there's a group of CFPs together, a national sure. organization. Is there anything like that for you? I don't think so. Nothing that I can think of. Okay. I would just like do some Googling. Yeah. You know, and just make up terms. It's like, so, so for example, um, there's a national association for freelancers or, you know, like there's a whole bunch mm. of those. Okay. And if they have a group policy, it's usually a lot cheaper than getting it on your own. Cool. So yeah, that, that's that kind of what I'm trying to do. Also, whenever like a survey comes by for your company, you should mark down, Hey, you guys should give us disability insurance. Yeah, sure. You know, like if they do the HR workforce, do you like us surveys? Yeah. Just remember okay. to put that one on there. Cool. Cool. I'll say that too. Um, another one on the subsidy though, Anna. So chances are you guys are going to have some extra taxes to pay for last year. His mm -hmm. income went up. So keep that right. in mind. Yeah. Um, do you go to a tax preparer or do you do it yourself? We use a tax preparer. Okay. Good call. Also keep in mind we're a little late. But January 15th was the deadline for your estimated payments for the end of last year based on oh, you know, yeah. the income you make on your own. So what we'll do is once you have your taxes for 2022, um, I have some tax planning software. We'll run it through and we'll look through options and things that could save you money and all that fun stuff to look at the bigger plan. But for this year, because you had a change of income, it just messes up all, you know, like, oh, I had this all nice and balanced. And then now everything's weird. So we may end up owing money or not. Or I don't know, but something. Sure. So we'll make sure to get that done. All right. Any other updates, Anna? You were on a, on a roll there. Um, I bought the treadmill. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe that's a confession. I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a different session. Okay, we break up the couch. You know, you tell me about your past. No. Now here's the question: Are you using it every day? Almost. Yeah. All right. Yep. Do you have a gym membership we need to cancel? Mm-mm. You were making faces for a second. It looked like you might. Um, so with the, no, I have a gym, not gym. It's not a gym membership, but um, I have a new membership fee now with the iFit membership. Uh, my point is, if you decide to take the exercise in the house, then we get rid of the gym memberships. You know, yes. like it's just yeah. kind of like, I, I got people that have, you know, had a Planet Fitness membership for decades and can't get rid of it. You know, that was pre-COVID. COVID actually was good to like clear out gym memberships. <laughs> like they actually get a lot of people to leave. But like you want to talk about something that's hard to cancel, try canceling a gym membership. Like, you know, they always have some rule somewhere and you're not getting rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're using the treadmill, we're okay. Now, that probably is all tied into a question I have, which is I was looking at your right capital. And you, you connected most of your accounts. That's great. And I saw we got a credit card with a balance on there, but we have a checking account with money in it. So tell me what's going on. Which credit card has a balance? So the REI. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one, it gets a balance every month that get, gets paid off at the end of the month. To zero? Yeah. Okay. It, it, I mean, I think it has $7,000 on it. That's why that doesn't usually, that's a large amount to get paid off each month. Yeah. I mean, it could be the treadmill and some of the other. Oh yeah, the treadmill's on there. <laughs> My point is, we want credit cards to be zero at the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, the, the interest rates on credit cards have gotten stupidly high, and your savings is making nothing. So mm -hmm. I've actually gotten the habit 
I don't know if your credit card will allow it. I actually pay mine off weekly. Yeah, I heard that in your talk. Yeah. Yep. See, you could pass the quiz on the talk. (laughs) Uh, Like he actually watched the videos. I'm impressed. I did. Uh, We'll see if Anna passes the same quiz. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) And I, I like that tip too, because it is, I don't know. It is a lot to see it like go up and up and it just feels like harder to kind of know like, well, how did that happen when you just look at it once a month instead of mm-hmm. once a week? Yep. And credit cards allow you to break your budget much easier, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't, you don't feel it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe what you do is on your weekly budget meetings, they have your credit cards. They just, in theory... If you pay it off each month, it shouldn't have a balance and shouldn't charge you interest. But then I'll have somebody like, you know, drag their feet a little bit and pick up some interest on it. And yeah. that adds up really quick. So just just one of those. Like, I mean, you've got the extra cash. So, it's, you know, I'm not upset, you know, but it's just we got to move it around. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's set up right now to just pay off automatically every month, which has been nice. But I do like that idea more often. Well, Anna said, like, hey, but we didn't really follow the budget, but it allowed us to keep eyes on it. That's kind of what I'm trying to do is build some habits because yeah. here's what happens with me. So I will once a week do all my budget, although my wife's credit card only allows me to pay it twice a month. It annoys me, but whatever. But what it'll allow me to do is like, oh, yeah, that came through and that got charged here. And I know that. And it also allows me like every once in a while, something will be weird. You know, like you get charged an annual fee or like a subscription and like, wait a minute. And and then you can answer that right then and there. There's often with subscriptions, like you don't even realize they're renewing. Like what I've done now, like I picked up Showtime as a subscription Mm -hmm. and it was like three months free and then something else. What I've actually gotten to is in my calendar, it has cancel Showtime on this day. Not because I don't like Showtime, I just finish the shows, but you know, cancel Mm -hmm. it. But then, like, if I'm looking at my card every week, I go, oh, yeah, I got billed for this. I must have missed it, you know. Yeah. Yep. Rather than letting go a whole nother month. See, you're, you're smiling because you know what I'm talking about, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> we discovered we were paying a subscription for Peacock that we didn't know we had. And so that allowed us to watch a show we wanted to watch. <laughs> but I think we should cancel it now. <laughs> yep. That's exactly and it. It was because of Right Capital because I think Grant must have started it because i don't see your mm-hmm. credit card charges and that's when i caught it and i was like wait a second yeah so yeah i, I do joke that my one luxury in life is that i can get all the streaming services i want but <laughs> i but i only watch one at a time really I, you know i'm, I'm watching yeah. binge watching something so right now i'm on hulu i'm not watching my netflix right this second now my wife might be so that's a discussion but like i could cancel one for six months and then you know apple apple tv is another one i've canceled and then pick back up, watch a whole bunch of shows, and then cancel. By the way, they hate it when you do that. But like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they want us to just keep paying it forever. But that's right. throwing money away because I can't watch all of them at once. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah that's a good tip. We've done that a l- some a little bit. Yeah. Should pick it back up now. Yeah. Well, the, the chances are if you look at your credit card every week, you're going to see things more than if you look at it once a month. Yeah. I bet. You know, you're like, oh, that's what, oh, that's what that is. And, what really annoys me and it'll help you maybe a little bit is like, I just paid that off yesterday. How is it now this balance? Mm-hmm. And it was something that was, you know, pending or, you know, so it just keeps you focused on. Yeah. yeah. Um, I realized too, also probably that unexpected work trip that 
is on there. Yep. Okay. So if you have business expenses, two things. One, ask if your company has a company card that you can get Mm -hmm. so that then you're not responsible for the expenses. Um, One of the challenges is like your boss is good with that expense, whatever. And then like the billing office is like not or something, you know, whoever's, um, you don't want to get stuck in one of those expense routines. The other way to do that is just make one card all business expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like and, and then the others. But the, the other one I have with people with business expenses is don't wait to put your expense reports in because you're paying interest and you're paying that and they're not paying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Anna, this is homework for you. In that once a week budget meeting. Yeah. You say, hey, Grant, are there any expenses you need to put in? Hopefully never, <laughs> hopefully once a year. Um, the other one for you, Anna, for your business, you may want to have a separate credit card or debit card for the business. I do. That'll, okay, good. That'll allow you to track the, the expenses and that that works well. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's, but Grant's a great example. He, he has it mixed in there, which is not a problem, but it's just a budgeting accounting thought process. Yeah. 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 When you were watching the videos, you'll see a lot of the stuff. It's not like about the numbers of it. It's just picking up different behaviors and looking at things differently to keep you on the same, on a good path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. All right. So we got that credit card set. That's good. All right. Before we go to budget, what are our goals for 2023? So now we had some big goals. You know, we're talking about, you know, building a house and all that fun stuff, but you got to come back a little. How do we, you know, January of next year, we check back and go, okay. This is where you're at. How do you know you did the right things this year? Are there any of those loans we have yet to pay off? Mm. Um, we paid off our home equity loan. It would be good if we're not paying mortgage insurance. I don't know. It might be nice to pay off the solar panels. Mm-hmm. So that's the consumer loan that's listed yes. in right cap? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you a question. So you have, I don't know, $30,000 in cash right now. That's what it says. And that loan's eight thousand. Why don't you pay that off tomorrow? That is a good question. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it, it feels like more recent that we've had the luxury of being able to pay off loans now instead of feeling like not necessarily we can only make the minimum, but feeling like the minimum is enough. It has been kind of wild to see our savings grow in a way it never has before. Yeah, it, I don't know. Is there is there any not to just ask you the same question, but is there a reason not to pay it so, off? So let me show you this one. This one's fun. Um, what's the interest you're paying on that solar? Any idea? Um, no idea. Yeah. They're usually like seven, six, something like that. So five, six, seven percent. Let's just guess something like that. Your savings account that you have your money in is probably earning 0.03%. percent mm. So each month you're essentially losing money by not paying off that loan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could pay it off tomorrow. We could pay it. Yeah. So watch this. Let's say we pay off the solar, the credit card. You said the other loan, you had a small loan. That one's gone, right? It was like a thousand dollars on that. All right. Let me take that off here. Right. Capital. So tomorrow you could be debt free except for your house. Yeah. Yeah. We really could. Now that would only leave you like three, four thousand in your savings, but you know what? You have no debts. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any um uh I, I know that you mentioned this, but I don't think I got it. I didn't get far enough in the videos. 
to get the total payoff, but I gonna fail the quiz. Oh wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know you mentioned uh, a certain amount in an emergency fund, mm -hmm. and and you had a formula for that that I can't recall off the top of my head. But um, is that anything we should keep in mind as we're looking to pay off loans okay. that we have? So here's the way I look at it: the debt you owe is effectively a financial emergency. Mm. Okay, because you're losing that amount of money over the year. Yeah, that interest. It's a guaranteed risk-free return. Your mortgage, I'm going to ignore that because that's long-term and that's low interest. Cool. So the first thing we're going to do is pay off all our debts, which you could do tomorrow. Then we're going to want three to six months in emergency. This goes back to the goals. Okay. If we set a goal being debt-free and having a six-month emergency fund, that's solid. Now, like, you know, stuff happens, which by the way, the past few years have taught us stuff happens. <laughs> you know, who knows what? The way we look at it is you can do three months if you have a pretty solid income and no variations. You have one solid income and a small business. That's where I'm going more towards the six months. You know, like kind of like if you both had a small business, it'd be absolute. We need six months just in case. You could probably get away with a little less, but I haven't heard anyone complain when they had a little more emergency fund and then something happened. You know, so I'll give you an example. Just before the holidays, my house got hit by lightning. And when I say I hit by lightning, it came down the cable, like old cable TV, which I don't use, and actually singed part of the house. So like it hit. I'm up here in my office. I had sparks coming out of my battery backup, blew my computer, blew the electricity, blew the generator. I mean, got hit hard. Oh. Now, I am now a month and a half later. I got a new computer. I've had four electricians out here. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I paid for it on my emergency fund. It's not a big deal. It's a pain in the butt, but I'm okay. Without an emergency fund, that's hard. Like we had no power, no nothing. I do everything on my computer. I, you know, like I, I had meetings, you know, the next day that I had to cancel, but I like literally like overnighted a computer to me. So that's what an emergency fund is for, just as much as like, hey, if you lose your job. Sure. So the point is you pay off all your debts. Now we have no debt payment in our budget. We can put everything we're putting towards the debt, we can put towards an emergency fund. Sure. You probably can have six month emergency funds set up in oh about six months. Mm -hmm. And then you can start working on the on you know the goals like paying down the house or paying for the new property you're gonna buy or whatever. Yeah, cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now the question is, are you gonna pay off your debt tomorrow or wait until the day before our next meeting? <laughs> that was a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it online, so we could actually yeah. do it. You can do it tonight, yeah. We can yeah. do it tonight. Now I know I have to keep an eye on you too. So <laughs> everybody gets their own like combo of uh, kicking in the butt and patting on the back. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look at it this way. That now brings your monthly expenses and everything down to just your basic housing and whatever fun stuff you want to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you guys are very normal. I'll find people with like giant savings accounts, but then owe debt. And I'm like, use this to pay this. And they're like, well, no, I'm like, yeah. They're like, but it feels good to grow my savings. You're right. It feels good. But you know, it feels just as good to owe nothing to anybody. Yeah. 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 I do like that idea. Another reality check to you. So you pay off all that debt. You owe nothing to anybody. You got a little bit in your savings. You are doing better than most of the United States. Mm. So half the U.S. cannot afford a $400 emergency. Mm. So it. I mean, by the way, I'm not saying you're doing like dramatically great, but like in comparison with the rest of the U.S., you're doing phenomenal. 
Right on. You may not feel that way, but you are. Questions about that? I don't think so. Mm -mm. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. So let's go back to goals. So our goals for 2023. So we got pay off our debt, which we can do tonight. Gotta that love when you get from tomorrow to tonight. <laughs> I noticed. Well, he said he could do it online tonight. So I just <laughs> hey, I love when I can get my goals done that quick. You know, if I lose 50 pounds tonight, hey, I, you know, <laughs> that, that'd be great. Um that's a good point. Um, next up, we need to do an emergency fund of six months, and we'll do the math on it, but gotta get that done this year. Mm -hmm. Then Grant, I want you to work on some number that you need for this house you're gonna build. And the property, yeah, we'll break that into years. Cool, yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, in your homework, Grant's homework is the number for the house like how many years? Just do some rough numbers so we can play yeah. with that. Now, Anna, when we had first met, we had said we we're going to set some different goals for your business, kind of lives touched or something. So, how what are we measuring this year? Um, it's interesting that you're reminding me of that because I'd already shifted back into money. <laughs> Do you see why I did that? <laughs> it's almost like I know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Lives touched. So I need to make why? like Hold actual on. goals around that. I got to pause you first. Why'd you switch okay. back to money? Because I want to make it. <laughs> okay. Let me give you another example. And then I'm going to come back to you and get actually get a number from you. So Right now, I'm doing an initiative. So 2022 was great for my company. Did better than I ever expected. So I said, okay, I want to give back. And I decided um, from January to February, I'm going to do 30 minutes of free financial planning for 45 people in 45 days. Because there's a whole lot of people that can't afford my services, but I could serve. You know, like I had somebody this afternoon, disabled and trying to figure out how to balance things and, you know, got divorced and like, how do, how do you do it? So I said, okay, I'm going to help 45 people in 45 days. What financial impact does that have to me? Zero. I mean, I don't know. Somebody might sign up, but that's not the intent. Mm -hmm. But to those 45 people, that's a huge impact. And I can do it in a time frame, and it's a goal. And, and by the way, now the hard part is marketing it and all that stuff. But it's a good way to give back and it's a measure. And it's like my way of doing like pro bono work or kind of just good for the heart, kind of like, let me go help some people and then see. And, and it's interesting. The people have signed up the vast majority of them are like, hey, I'm struggling with, uh, you know, I, cool. So those are people that can really use it. And there's some people that, you know, hey, I want to talk about investing, right? Cool. That's whatever you need. But if I did it by a dollar sign, I wouldn't do that initiative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, Anna, I came back to you. Like, that's the difference of purpose. Right. So what's your measure? Yeah, I think it would be really Cool, because I haven't, even though we talked about it, you asked me this before and I came up with the lives touched. I haven't tracked it. I haven't, I haven't used that as, and by not tracking it, I'm not motivating myself to like do things to try and reach that in a different way or think differently about yep. what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah. You reverted. Yes. Back to money. Yes. So let me give you an idea of how I'm tracking it. Okay. So I have their name. I have to track state because I can only help people in the U.S. Uh, you can probably get away with that. What date they're meeting with me? Did I meet with them? That's my simple measure. And it's just enough to go, okay, you know, first thing I'm looking at is do I have enough appointments set? So actually, I'll look at my number right now and I'll share it. Uh, you know, if you're going to share everything, I might as well share everything. So 
I got 16 people signed up right now, which that's doing pretty well. I need to, I need to get another 30 or so. Um, And I've met with five of those. Okay. I'm on the right. So, but it gives you that measure. The other thing I'm going to encourage you because of what you do is share it publicly. My goal is to help a hundred people this year sign up here. Mm -hmm. And now people are like, Oh, what are you helping with? This is what I'm doing. Okay. How can you help me? Okay. How do we, and now a, it holds you accountable and B it gets you out of the money mindset. Right. Yeah. Some of yours will turn into money also, but that's not the primary measure. Yeah. All right. So here's what I'm going to do with this one. Grant's going to hold you accountable for this one. So I'm going to make a note here. I got to plan this out. So Anna has to, in the next seven days, so by the end of the month, figure out her goals for 2023. She's going to email them to me and to Grant so we know what they are. We can work through them more. Anna, in your process, you're probably going to need both what we call process measures and outcome measures. So like, for example, you may need to track number of interactions or number of subscribers or number of uh, likes or number of clicks or something like that. And then also number of people and then whatever it is. So what's happening is we're driving to the same goals, but for a different reason. You know, yeah, finance will happen. And we're going to work through some of that also, but you, you know, we started with, it's not about finance, it's about lives. And even just a month or two of not looking at that in the focus shift. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. So make a guess. How many lives do you think you can impact this year? I don't know why. The number that popped into my head was 500. That seems like okay. a lot, but we'll go with it. And how are you measuring that I've impacted them? Um... I mean, them in some form, whether it's a message, a, di- a direct face-to-face telling me that. Okay. So we want people to say that I impacted them. Now, by the way, the hard part with that is I'm going to impact a lot more people than they say. Mm-hmm. So great example of this. If you ask clients for reviews, eh, one out of 10-ish. Yeah. By the way, for small businesses, the best thing you can do is leave a review. You know, so like, but you could ask your audience, Hey, yeah, by the way, blame me always. Hey, Dr. J says, I need to do this. Can you help me understand how I've impacted your life this year? Hmm. And by the way, you can point them in this video so they understand the background of it if you want. But now you're going, help me understand. Yeah. It's a way to get that feedback. You what just you might ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I know. Like, that's why, by the way, that's why I always let people blame me because it, like, they don't feel like they can ask for it themselves. But like, right. I got homework, so I have to do this. <laughs> right. You may also learn a lot by that. You may find that, actually, I'm willing to put money on it. You're going to find you are impacting people in a completely different way than you think you are. Hmm. You know, they're going to say, oh, you made this post and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm not a social media person. I don't understand social media. I did a event with uh, CNBC and they came in like did a camera crew and all that. And I put a photo up saying behind the scenes, what I did had more likes than anything I've ever done in my life. And I'm like, I spent all this time making this content to help you and the videos that Grant's watching and all this. And like one silly behind the scene, but they're like, Oh, thank you for representing us. And thank you for getting the word out. And like, Oh, so my point is that's what you're going to see something different. You may also find they want something different from you. Mm. So the follow-up 
By the way, do this in social media world. You know it better than I do. So the first one is Dr. J says, I have to find out how, you know, I back to you. The second homework is, oh yeah, he said, I also asked, how do you want me to help you this year? Mm. Now we got information. Yeah. Just writing that down. I know. Um, I okay. Grant's watching over your shoulder going, oh, oh, oh that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Grant, the reason why I pulled you into her goals is just to keep her focused on not money. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Because if, if we start talking about money, I just talk about money, but I, not that, I don't know if we've talked about it a lot the last month or so, but um, I don't think yeah, so. it is good for me to keep that in mind too. That that's not the goal. Well, we have two sets of goals. We have like overarching financial goals mm-hmm. and then we have kind of personal goals. You know, Grant's got his at work and, but what happens is when you're running on a small business, the small business and personal and finance, they, they start squishing together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, those, that, those of us that run our own business can't leave it at, ho- at home. You know, we're like, oh, well, I'm just going to work over this corner and never have it cross over. So, I mean, come on, we're doing a recording for a podcast. We're talking about your finances. It's all combined together. <laughs> right. It <laughs> doesn't get more combined than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So I want you to, I, I'm not going to commit you to any of those goals right this second, but by the end of the month, send an email with, this is what it is. And I would even probably even send out those Instagram message or whatever beforehand. So probably give you an idea. Yeah. You know, 50 people say you've already touched their life in the next, in the last 23 days. Well then 500 in the year is probably doable. Yeah. All right. We're going to come back to the reason why I focus you on the goals is it allows you to keep on the budget Mm -hmm. without goals. You're like, eh, I'll just spend the extra money. What us? (laughs) All right. So let me grab your budget and we'll look at it for February. Grant, your um, so your pay should stay the same during February because it's fifteenth and thirtieth. Cool. All right. Look here. We got the rent. That's not changing. Health insurance. You updated this number. Yeah. Okay. And then groceries. We've been able to stay somewhere around there, or how's that been going? We've probably exceeded it a yeah. little. Mm-hmm. But that seems really achievable for February. Yeah. Yeah. February's a shorter month. We should. Yeah. That. <laughs> All right. So we sold the second car. Cool. That should bring your auto insurance down. Any idea to what? I think it's going to bring it down $60. Okay. Um, I would also check with them and see if there's a discount to pay for the year. Okay. Like they usually like charge you like a a fee for monthly, like 10% extra or something. All right. So we've got, Anna still got a student loan here, but that, by the way, keep in mind, student loans are up in the air until at least August. I would ignore this until they figure out what the Supreme Court decides. Okay. So this home equity is gone already, right? Yeah. Okay. Now you still have the line of credit? Yes. Okay. Make sure you find out if there's like any annual fee or like a minimum balance you need to keep on or something. Like some of them are pretty cool. Like you could just keep it and just no big deal. If there's an ongoing fee, then we'd have to look at, is it worth keeping? Yeah. Yeah, that's good to good to be yep. aware of. All right. We're going to pay off tonight. <laughs> Keep it up. I'm going to make you do it right this second. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what that does is now it's got your your musts are down to two grand a month, which Wild. tells me you have about $5,000. You can do whatever you want with. One of the things I talked about is I like putting 10% here. Um, this is going towards 
emergency fund. We can do that now because we don't have the other debt payments. So we have internet cable that hasn't changed. Um, who's your cell phone with? Google Fi. Okay. Uh, this is reasonable, but just FYI, I did. A, I went to Mint Mobile and it was like saved me like a hundred bucks a month. It was crazy. Now, have you set up these sinking funds yet, or this was like a cool idea that you haven't done yet? We have not. Cool. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna open an account. You know, Ally Chase, few others have this. How much did you spend in gifts for Christmas? I have no idea, <laughs> but we could find out. Yeah. 2,000, 5,000, 200, 1,000, 1,500. Yeah, that's probably. Okay. Um, we will double check this, but I'm going to put this up to $150. Because here's what we do. You put this in a sinking fund. You can use it when you need it. Same with the house maintenance, auto maintenance. Then next Christmas, you'll have 1,500 bucks or more in there. And you don't have that up and down. Mm. It also puts a little bit of budget on all right, so we got pets, cool. Um, and we set dining out and travel. Are these numbers working? I think so. I think they will, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we exceeded the dining out mm -mm. last month or, or even in December. Oh, wait, this is last month was December, but you know. Yep. So the other thing we didn't put here is pocket money. Mm. And so here's how this works. Let's say we put $400 here. It means you each get 200 bucks to do whatever you want with. Like that's, that's your, like, I want to buy a gift for each other. Let me go with that one. Or like, you know, like I want the, uh, the espresso or I want whatever. And the way this works is you each get 200. And if you want to like save it over month over month, so you can spend it on something bigger. Great. Or if you want to just use it up that month, fine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it's potentially separate from dining out and travel because it's like this is just like spending money, pocket money, just kind of like whatever. Some months, you know, like me and my wife have this, and some months we hit it, some months we don't spend it all. We don't keep it down to the penny. But like if you stop like at a gas station, grab a drink every day, it adds up to 200 bucks in a month, like yeah. or whatever that is. So, and we have to go back and we have to add in a iFit membership. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, you try to get her. You keep <laughs> trying to pull tricks on me. And that, you know, like I'm listening to you, and you're like, "What the heck?" <laughs> Grant's waiting to hear this number and fall out of his chair. I think I know the number. Is it thirty or thirty nine? Yeah, I couldn't I remember. 30. All right, thirty bucks. Not a big deal. All right. So what that means is, even with the pocket money, we're putting seven hundred dollars plus twenty four seventy four. So we can actually put just over $3,000 a month towards your emergency fund. Mm -hmm. Now, your monthly expenses as a total, just shy of 4000 So we can round this up and say, goal, emergency fund, 24000 That's six months of expenses, including pocket money. If you really want to get cheap, you could like take out the pocket money and just, you know, six times the must and the shoulds. But I'm giving you a guy a little just extra room just in case. Yeah. So it is realistic to say, okay, cool. In six months, we'll have a fully funded emergency fund and no debt. Yeah, that feels really good. Yeah. Uh, that was going to be my question. Now, the bonus of that is then, Grant, for that math on the house that you're going to build, yeah, essentially do the math based on $3,000 a month going to it. Sure. Which actually pretty quickly 
gets you there. Yeah. You know, what, what, what looked like a big, like Harriet audacious goal, like you could never get to it, do the steps and it's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's been really cool to, to break it down like that. Yeah. Is this budget good for February or is there anything we're missing? I think it's good. Do you have anything? No, I think it's good. Okay. Weekly budget meetings. That's going to be one of those that helps you. Now, speaking of weekly budget meetings, let's do it this way. So what day of the week works best for you on that? I think we should do a weeknight. Yeah. I think if we leave it on the weekend, we'll <laughs> no. not do it. Cool. So Wednesday? I um, Not Wednesday. How about Monday or Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are great. Oh. All right. Monday is your budget night with Tuesday as a backup. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because like sometimes work gets in the way or, you know, something. But, you know, by the way, 15, 20 minutes. Doesn't have to be like giant. Pay off the credit cards. Check the budget. Are we on path? Cool. Done. Awesome. Um, I'm just trying to build a habit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The other thing I'm going to build a habit is we are going to meet at the end of the month every month. Because you've learned if we miss a month, we put it off. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. You two are very normal. I had so I had a couple that <laughs> I had a couple that would be dead on their budget, perfect. Then like summer came, so they skipped me for two months. Mm. And the third month they came back. Oh, it didn't go so well. I was like, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. And then um, next time we get together, we're gonna work on the um, and open enrollment. Also, part of that grant, we're going to look at your um, retirement and what you're putting towards retirement, all that fun stuff. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. That's part That'd of open enrollment, which will adjust some of our goals a little bit. It's okay. Yeah, cool. Okay. Sounds great. Other questions? I don't have any. Mm-mm. No, I don't no. think so. What I've learned is I have to have a quiz ready for the uh, videos because grants <laughs> Um Once you get out of financial foundations, there's a lot of fun stuff on investing and all that, but we okay. do the first level first. You know, yeah. you're doing the right thing and that's cool. There's also, um, there's a video in there kind of like which benefits to choose and all that too, but I'll go okay. through all that next time. Sure. We'll look through your real benefits and do the math on it. And, you know, yeah. It's so. been really nice. Like it's been a nice companion to these sessions because a lot of the same stuff comes up and it's a good reinforcement. And I feel like I would have difficulty just watching the videos and then doing some action. So it's nice to have some accountability. So the 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 behind the scenes, what I did is I just took every question a client's asked me for like six months mm. and then made a video for each of them. Yeah. Nice. Right on. Because I'm like, you're like, well, well, what tips and tricks do you have? And what about the, you know, like you were debating about emergency funds or you know, it's all you know. Yeah. That that was the intent. So you're on the right page. Any other thoughts, questions? No. Yeah. 